This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to this week in our collective's heads. I'm Patrick, and I'm joined, as always, by Kevin through the power of the internet, the magic of the intertubes, and one day, one day we will sit next to each other again, but for now, I just have to touch like so. For our audio listeners, I'm gesturing, but got a little echo. I don't know what's going on there, but let's uh, let's keep going. I fixed it. Uh, you fixed it. Yay. Uh, we're giving you gaming news like we do every single week. Uh, this week, we have we have some interesting news. We always talk about backwards compatibility. Um, and this week, we have uh, very backwards compatible stuff because we already had heard that Xbox, OG Xbox, or what I would consider Xbox One, the first Xbox, that it needs that much... Um, delineation is crazy. Uh, <laughs> but the first Xbox is backwards compatible with some games. So starting out on the 17th, on April 17th, you're going to get Morrowind uh, and a handful of other games I don't have up in front of me. Uh, you have those, do you have that list in front of you? I do. Okay, so uh, these are coming out in two waves. The first wave is April 17th, and then the following one is coming out 10 days later on the 26th, or nine days to be technical. So the first link, or the first group is, we have Blinks the Time Sweeper. We have Breakdown, Conquer, Live and Reloaded, which is the Xbox version as opposed to the mm-hmm. uh, the um, original one, which means that Conquer's fur looks way better. <laughs> uh, Elder Scrolls Three: Morrowind, yeah. Hunter the Reckoning, Jade Empire, Panzer Dragoon Orta, and SSX Three. And then on the 26th, we have Destroy All Humans, which I love. Full, full Spectrum Warrior. Mm-hmm. Mercenaries Playground of Destruction, which was originally developed for the U.S. Army. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's the one that was originally. It's it's like the the strategy strategy mm-hmm. game where you're trying to. Yeah, and they they taught tactics. Yeah. Uh, MX Unleashed. Yep. Panzer Elite Action Fields of Glory. That and one's then, in Europe only. Yep. And then, and then we have all the Star Wars. All the Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> we no, got because it does it doesn't have Dark Forces Two Jedi Knight. Uh, it has, yeah, it's true because it has Jedi Academy. It doesn't have Jedi yep. Knight. Yep. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So uh, we have Battlefront One and Two, the mm-hmm. original Battlefront One, the original okay. Battlefront Two. Because again, delineation, we have to say that it's ridiculous. But, but yeah. wasting time. And then uh, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, mm-hmm. Jedi Starfighter, Knights of the Old Republic Two, the Sith Lords, and Republic Commando. So just. Which... just whole massive list of, yeah. of Star Wars games and, and I would love to know how that worked out with like EA um, like I assume Disney had control of everything that was previously released but to to re-release Battle, Battlefront 1 and 2 yeah. when they're working on all this drama with Battlefront 1 and 2 like it's, yeah. it's just bizarre the, and again I, I cannot stand um, this stupidity and naming conventions of what's going on with gaming um we saw it with hollywood quite a while ago where uh the new rambo movie is called john rambo yep just to confuse people um it, and, it's and balboa which balboa. both of those are stallone things so 
yeah. at least we can just aim at one person there. Well, I mean, I guess you could call you could they could come out with another uh, Rambo movie just called Rambo because the first Rambo movie is called First Blood. First Blood. So yep. this is confusing because when you try to look back at, at, at video gaming or movies or anything like that, it's hard if you're trying to talk about the history. If you want to recommend something to someone, the fact that you have to uh, use this many descriptors to describe to 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 find the right game that you're talking about is yeah. just asinine to me. Um, but I, I don't remember, did did uh, Jedi Knight come out on X, the original Xbox? I know that, because you said it didn't include it. I don't it, remember it, if it, it came out. It didn't include it. I, actually, I did play it on PC. That yeah, I played it on PC. a long time ago. So yeah. I, I that that could be on me, but, um, but it is definitely not backwards compatible, and that's the thing. Well, definitely. Um, so, on to non-backwards compatible uh, news. Kevin gets another point because uh, we like to do predictions, and Kevin's prediction was that we would have three games by the end of the year announced that are uh, that are have battle royale. Battle royale, and yeah. sure enough, sure enough, this is the second one. Uh, so, this is uh, Radical Heights, and it is the um, the team behind Lawbreakers is basically a uh, a Lawbreakers battle royale game it and looks a lot like a, a, a fortnite clone more than a PUBG clone yes it looks it does. a lot more cartoony and neon type stuff and yeah so this is in this is in pre or it's in it's in alpha right now so yeah. it's, it's a very early development stage yeah. but it is it is technically a battle royale game that's coming out this year so that's two out of three for me yep so it i'm is. Well on my way to getting that point Oh, you are. Uh, to me, I think we're also noticing a trend here because two, actually, I guess a half point for one of those, but uh, two of the games that have been announced this year have been failed intellectual properties. Failed games, or what I would consider to be a, a failed game or a, uh-huh. um, I don't want to use the word loser, um, but, you know, a, a game that didn't catch on the way that everyone thought it would. Yeah. Uh, and now we have two of them that decided, well, we got all these assets. We got a team. Let's make it Battle Royale. And yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I feel like there's some type of, um, to me, it lacks some creativity. Yeah. I think it's a recoup cost uh, at this point. And it's, it's really sad to me. Uh, that we're in this situation where everyone's just trying to grab whatever the latest and greatest thing is, which this year is uh, is Battle Royale. Uh, a couple years ago it was MOBAs. Uh, this year it's Battle Royale. And uh, I think that, to me, it, it shows the lack of creativity uh, in some of these studios. This is just my opinion yeah. on it. When you have other games that are coming out, like God of War, which uh, is just just doing amazing when it comes to the reviews everyone is absolutely loving it and it's proving that you can do a very good single player game uh with really tight mechanics and a great story and and that works and on top of that they're they're also showing again that a studio can can be given something um something new something different and and be allowed to stretch the same way that gorilla did with horizon because that was one of the most highly acclaimed games that came out that year Mm-hmm. And uh, God of War is is a known property. It had started to dip some, but it was still a a high selling game. And they decided, look, let's let's. Not, I realize that it's not technically a reboot because he's got the scars on his arm, but it's a reboot. And they're going into Norse and they're doing something different yeah. with him. And they made the the character very different than he had been before. Mm-hmm. And I I 
greatly appreciate that. Yeah, I think that I think that it makes this reimagining because it, it the way that they're doing it because it's not a reboot because it's this this because it's the unique way that they're telling this and we're talking about mythical beings and mythical uh, you know tales and everything yeah. it allows you to play with that history and allows you to play with the mythos allows you to play with the characters uh, which I think is is important when it comes to this um, speaking speaking of characters uh-huh. Uh, we have Sam Fisher showing up in in uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Um, he's <laughs> okay. For, for me, this this seemed the the most important thing about this news for me yeah. is that this very much seems like a ramp up to hey, remember this character? So yeah. I'm I'm gonna have uh, E3 predictions. Somebody's got to say it. <laughs> We're getting a new Splinter Cell being announced at E3 this year. So okay. I'm. Go ahead and claim that one for my predictions because Sam Fisher, um, he'd, he'd been voiced by somebody else because they needed to do like mocap or something. And yeah. they were like, Michael Ironside, 70 years old. I don't care. Yeah. Michael Ironside is, is the voice. And you can have somebody else do mocap. We don't we don't need him to be flipping around. I'm not saying, yeah. you know, put him put him in a harness and, and throw him all over the place. But his, his voice, the voice of Sam Fisher was iconic. And that was a big part of, of who he was. Yeah. And it's also been really fun to see uh, them reinvent him because now he's, he's coming out as a, as a grizzled old man. And I think that yeah. they'll probably try to do something like they did with uh, it's, it's big boss in Metal Gear five. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I feel like they do something that like they did with, with Metal Gear and yeah. or with, with big boss and Metal Gear. And like they did in, uh, in, I, I, I know, Crystal Skull is a bad movie, but what they did with Harrison Ford's character in that is, yeah. I'm too old for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that'll I think that'll be fine. I think that that's something that could introduce a little bit of, of humor into the situation. But Sam Fisher can definitely still sneak around and take some people out. And oh, I love stealth games, and so I, I part of this is a prediction, part of it is a hope. <laughs> because I would yeah. love, I would love to see that that uh, franchise re revitalized. I think I think it's a franchise that could work really well. I think there's there's no problem with that. Uh, and I will say real quick on uh, King on uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. To me, the Crystal Skull didn't was not the problem. The problem with the movie was not the aliens and the Crystal Skull. Everyone brings that up, but the problem the problem with that movie started within the first five minutes of the movie, and then it just kept getting worse. Nuking the fridge, uh, the giant ants that you that you escape by uh, swinging around like Tarzan, and that's not how vines work. It was a video game at that point, and not in a good way not in a good yeah. way um i still would like to see because they've been talking about uh doing another indie movie um i still think that they should do you know you shoot me for this but i think chris pratt as indiana jones in a prequel to the temple of doom prequel to raiders of the lost ark show him like shortly after college like when he first starts teaching and yeah. keeps getting like thrown into stuff and then um then you need his dad. So uh, I say, uh, what's the guy's name? Craig Ferguson for his dad. Why not? Okay. Because <laughs> you, sure, you, you need a Scotsman. All angry comments. 
Two Patrick. <laughs> Craig Ferguson as his dad. I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah. Anyways, uh, on to some more uh, gaming news. We got an SNK collection announced. Yeah. And this is the 40th anniversary collection. So this yeah. is going to be a bunch of bold like Nintendo games, a lot of a lot of top-down um, shooters, things mm-hmm. like that. And um, a couple of RPGs actually in the mix, which yeah. I thought was pretty cool because uh, most people think about, um, you know, RPGs. They think Square, they think Enix, but Chrysalis is actually a decent uh, RPG from the NES time. So I, I really appreciate that in in uh, in the mix. I am amazed at how many of these I have not played. I'll I'll admit it. We have uh, Alpha Mission, Athena, uh, Chrysalis. You mentioned uh, Akari Warriors. Uh, Akari 3, Gorilla War. Fun fact, do you know what Akari means? No. Angry. Huh, Angry Warriors. So okay. Angry Warriors. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, that works. Um, hey, we have Battletoads. I mean, Battletoads was a game. They're toads that do battle. So uh, we also got POW. Not in this collection, though. That's right. Not... Yeah, I know. Uh, prehistoric <laughs> Isle in 1930. Which sounds just crazy descriptive. Um, psycho Soldier, Street Smart. Yeah, not angry, but Psycho. Psycho. Uh, TNK3, not one and two. Uh, Vanguard and Victory Road. I am just amazed at how many of these that I have not played. Um, I, I don't know if, I don't know how many of these were on the NES, and I'll admit my gap in my knowledge of this, uh, yeah. but there's so many of these that I have not played uh, or heard of. Yeah, there's, there's. I feel like I'm um, walking I, into like a Mandela effect situation right now, <laughs> where it's like you didn't play Alpha Mission. Come on, <laughs> like, come on, man. How did you? How could you not have played Akari Warriors <laughs> one and three? Yeah, um, I, I I just feel like it's like this weird alternate universe situation where I'm like, I thought I knew video games, and I have no idea what these S- are. SNK was was not one of the one of the big publishers, and I. I could be wrong, but I think there's at least two of these that didn't actually make it to the U.S. So these these were these were kind of hidden underground. And honestly, for twenty bucks, I'll check it out. Um, yeah. They they haven't released a price yet, but I mean, if if these are games that I can go into and explore and check out and things like that, then yeah, sure, why not? Sure. And speaking of things to check out, which I still have never checked out, we we're talking about MOBAs being a thing uh, a couple uh-huh. of years ago. Uh, Heroes of the Storm. Uh, the the Blizzard MOBA, which didn't really catch on, and then Overwatch came out, and Overwatch is better than any MOBA anyways. Uh, yeah. But Deckard Kane is coming to Heroes of the Storm, and I love Deckard Kane. I love everything Diablo, so this makes me want to play it, maybe. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, did you play Heroes of the Storm at all? I have not, but uh, Tyson does. Tyson plays Heroes of the, Heroes of the Storm, and he says Tyson he's would. looking forward to going triangle on everything. Don't know what that means, but um, sure, why not? I was going to—I don't even know how to make that a joke. <laughs> um, I was—I I, 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 I did think of a joke, but it's not appropriate for our audience. So I I'm, thought uh, about—yeah, I did, too. I did, too. Um it's probably not appropriate. It may or may not be what you were thinking, uh, but yeah, we'll I get it. That after the show, oh, yes, there, you, I, there you go. That's that's, that's the triangles. Everyone triangle. Sure, There's the not? triangles. So everyone goes in triangles. Um, I mean, I don't know. Stay it's a while. Also, Stay a while and listen. I mean, it, I'm glad he's a healer. I'm glad he's support. Um, 
to me, Deckard Cain is like the Yoda for Diablo, right? He's he's old, yeah. he's decrepit. Really, I don't even remember him using any powers at all, other than being able to identify items. He which, identified the crap out of stuff. Which to me made sense because he was a scholar, he was an archaeologist, yeah. whatever. So so his scholarly wisdom made it sure that he could identify these items and he could tell you about Herodric cubes and everything. Yeah. But but uh, I don't. It's just like Yoda in a battle. Yoda should not be in a battle, except like in Clone Wars and and uh, uh, and the cartoon where he's a, he's a uh, tactician, mm-hmm. uh, a statistician. He you know he can help and support and everything. But when you when you give him a lightsaber, it yep. it just doesn't work. Um, I mean, not only philosophically. I mean, Yoda is like Buddha. <laughs> I mean, when you give him a lightsaber and have him fight, it was it was just yeah. complete fan. It was just complete fan service at that point. Um, but I good was fine fan with him. service is when you re-release Mega Man X series. Yeah, what they're doing, and I am I am absolutely going to buy this uh, Mega Man X uh, Legacy Collection One mm-hmm. and Two. Um, collection One contains one through four. Legacy Collection Two is is five through eight, and there's there's no reason to buy that. Yep. Because nope. But Mega Man X, uh, Mega Man X was included with the um, the Super NES Classic. Uh, Mega Man X Two is a fantastic game. Um, Mega Man X Three, I know less about, but I know I did beat it at one point. Uh, Mega Man X Four is is the first of the two D three D quasi stuff that started going up yeah. but you can play as you can play as zero or x um x5 x6 are they still look interesting but uh i haven't played those two and then seven and eight went on this really strange um graphical conversion i'm i'm not sure what they were aiming for but uh yeah i'm, I'm really looking forward to playing these and it's only 20 bucks for either collection and i say that the first collection is absolutely worth it to go ahead and pick that up i'd I'd definitely pick that up um i didn't check this is coming to to switch right uh no not yet they have not announced that yet i know i know um these are perfect games for the switch to be on switch still waiting for that virtual console still waiting for that virtual console um i did by, uh, by the way i did read a or watch a video and read a couple people's comments about this saying that the reason that they think that the virtual console for Nintendo has been delayed mm-hmm. was because of the Nindies because they wanted to push the Nindies because they wanted to push the third party which as much as I hate that I will say it's that working. The, it's working and the amount of third party games on the Switch and really good games on the Switch yeah. um are letting it are showing that it's a good console on its own without having to be a jukebox of old school games, which is what the yeah. Wii U ended up being to me. Uh, the Wii U, when I played it for the majority of the time, I was playing uh, I was playing uh, virtual console games. So to me, I think they're trying they, that that may be the reason. Um, I know I said it last year, but I really feel like by the end of the year we should have a virtual console. We kept talking about like the subscription service that they're going to have. Um, uh, that I think they need to. I think they should fast track just to get more money. 
because everybody with the Switch is going to throw money at that to get yeah. a virtual console game uh, and to get access to that. I think discounts on it would be great as well. I would, I'm would. i going to give them so much money as soon as that virtual console opens up. If When I can play Link to the Past on, on my uh, Switch, that's going to be great. I don't want to carry multiple consoles with me. I have my Switch. It's great. Let me just do it with that. So. Yeah. Um, in the comments, we have uh, Tanner White says that the SNK is awesome, and he links to a collector's edition. So uh, let us know which are the which are the positive ones that are that are coming out. And then also in the comments, we have uh, Word Word says Mega Man X Collection is confirmed for Switch. So that's that's my mistake. Good. But that is that is a happy mistake to make. Thank you, Owen. <laughs> so um, next Save up, the chat. Mm -hmm. exactly. So next up, we have uh, GTA Five is the most profitable. How, how, how do you say this? It's 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 more profitable than any other game, any book, yeah. any movie, any entertainment so, entity. Any entertainment, ever. yeah. Yes, yeah. it, it was like, how do you make six billion dollars? <laughs> like that microtransactions well merchandising, yeah. but um, they also they also stayed on top of of. Like they stayed on top of the bestseller lists for years after yeah. that game came out. Well, it, not only not only do you have microtransactions, you have people who purchase the game on multiple consoles. I purchased the game uh, on on 360. Uh, I then purchased it on PS4. Mm -hmm. um, because of uh, the way that online works, you have people who will purchase it then on. Um, They'll go the, grab the PC version, uh, if you yeah. will. Also, it goes on sale for a, a decent price, so people can justify that. Yeah. Um, but in addition to that, the shark cards that they that they push onto yep. people on that and the microtransactions have made them so much money. Yeah, um, and I'd like to see the bat. I'd like to see the breakdown on that. How much they make made on microtransactions of the six billion dollars? Yeah. And and uh, Lord Scalawag in the comments points out they kept developing it developing for it and kept it fresh and that yeah. that is true like they've they've introduced aliens and deloreans and bike gangs and they, the trailer they... i just played was four months ago was a new yeah. ice that came out i mean they keep putting out stuff as if it was an mmo uh, yeah. because the on the way the online works and that's that's the other amazing thing about this is the game came out and they said hey we're gonna have gta online it's gonna be part of it and that didn't come out until i think a year and a half after the game launched the the heists didn't GTA, GTA Online. GTA Online didn't launch until about six months after high. Six months after. That's right. Half. That's right. And people are like, well, what's you know, it it. There's so many other games. If it was not a good game, if it was not a fun game, yeah, then yeah. everyone would have trashed that. It would have been a no man's sky situation where people would have <laughs> said, I have, I've, I'm missing half the content that you said was going to be here, and yeah. eventually it came out. Um, we we gave them the benefit of the doubt because the people who purchased it, like me, were playing the single player, were playing uh, so much and enjoying so much of the game that um, it, it was okay. It, everything that was there was great, and it was and the promise of future content is fine. It keeps people coming back. I know Absolutely. I know three people who play GTA online to this day online like two or three times a week, yeah. as if it was an MMO.
Um, except one, uh, one of them got the ban hammer for no reason uh, last week. There was a, a couple weeks ago. There was a huge thing. We talked about that. That is, um, yeah, that 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 is a bummer. So then um, they picked up something else. Yeah. Word word in the comments again uh, says real question: Will Red Dead be as good as GTA Online given the setting? And I'm I'm really interested to see like how that's going to play out, what it's going to do to the GTA Online community, whether that's something that. Do they transition over? Do they stay with that? How how does that how does that get fleshed out? And I'm really looking forward to uh, whenever we sit down and we can play uh, poker in that setting. And I would like at some point for us to have this show or a discussion, maybe yeah. with some of our new reviewers that that we have now, mm -hmm. and we could have like a, a live discussion while we play poker in Red Dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool because you because that that was I mean. I heard. Are they doing that online? So you'll be able to play online poker against. I didn't hear that. Oh, I have no idea. Okay. I'm just saying that's something I want, not oh, necessarily sure. something that I know about. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, thank you, thank you for clearing that up, though. I was, I was gonna say I didn't hear about that being a thing, but I will definitely play online poker. I will definitely play poker in the game whilst yeah. having conversations with with people. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I'm fine with that. Uh, something else. Something I'm not fine with though is ransomware. And uh, there's some really, really interesting malware that came out um, uh, last week, excuse me, um, that the only way you could, uh, it basically locked out a bunch of your files. The only way that you could get it to, um, to give you access to your files again is if you played Player Unknown. And that... Which it's... which I thought was which I thought was pretty funny, and the reason I think it's funny is because this is malware that's not uh, being distributed. It's not it's not going anywhere. It's just something that showed up on a board, and so yeah. I don't want people to one I don't want people to freak out mm -hmm. and think oh no I'm about to be hacked or anything. It was like no, it was just ransomware that they that that was built somebody built just to prove that they could. Yeah, and I I thought it was pretty entertaining so this is just as a joke nobody has to worry about their systems being um, locked down or anything and there yeah. there is a workaround if you accidentally install it somehow but uh, play PUBG but yeah. <laughs> just yeah, play PUBG I thought that was pretty entertaining yeah well someone online was saying that they hoped they hoped that they got it on their computer uh, at work so they just have an excuse to play <laughs> PUBG at work I'm yeah. sorry boss I have to unlock my files and oh I'm dead Talk to talk to IT. <laughs> exactly. I would I'd absolutely love to see that. Um, so you probably know more about this than I do. Uh, I know a little bit about it, but uh, Chrono Trigger for Steam apparently was was trash, and they're yeah. now uh, allowing the option to get uh, original uh, artwork. Now the only thing that I saw, graphics, yeah, yeah, and the graphics, the the. A uh, big graphical problem that I saw people discuss uh, was the text boxes and mm -hmm. others, as you actually see right there, and it pops up every now and then. Uh, the Steam, the Steam uh, game was a port of the mobile game. Right. So all your icons look like it you was, you're playing mobile. Yeah, it was it was it was weird and bad, but uh, but yeah, they've they've introduced the ability just to just to have in my mind regular yeah. graphics and so uh you you still get the the cutscenes and everything um but it it just looks like normal basically yeah to me. so yeah and i 
I don't know. To me, it looks like the sprites aren't that bad. It's the it's the interface. Yeah. And correct it, correct it me if I'm wrong on that. It is mostly the interface. It looks. You know, you know how when you go back to when you go to the 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 remasters, if you're if you're like a huge fan of something, yeah, you notice just ever so slight differences, sure, and it bothers you. It's it's mm-hmm. like when it's like when Alex Alex Wooten tries to watch, um, you know, the the remastered Star Wars. He's just gonna get all twitchy by the end of it. Yeah, yeah, because because he knows what it's supposed to look like. Yeah, and so yeah, it it it. It looks ever so slightly different, but it did bother me because, in my mind, pixel art is is a particular art form, mm-hmm. and just something something about the way that it looked was off, and it it did bug me. And so, um, I mean, I'm I'm more interested in playing it elsewhere, but uh, but yeah, this is this is part of the reason. And if they bring the original graphics to the mobile version mm-hmm. i might play it there um but if i'm if i'm sitting at the if, if i'm sitting at the pc i'm gonna play um well i can't talk about what i'm gonna play right now because it's under review but uh play something else <laughs> basically i'm gonna be playing something else yeah but uh, speaking, uh, but yeah. speaking of things that qu- are questionable um there's a certain character and i uh, person entity I call I consider him a character because he's a caricature of himself. But Billy Mitchell from uh, King of Kong uh, yeah. has now had all of his uh, all of his scores revoked. He's been banned from I can't remember the, the Twin arcade. Galaxies. Twin Galaxies. Uh, essentially, it was proven that what a lot of us already kind of assumed is that he was not playing on original hardware at all. Um, yeah. And because of that, there are there are little quirks that can happen. Also, because you're not playing on original hardware, you could manipulate certain aspects of the game. You, you um, could predict or or yeah, like you said, manipulate where where the barrels sure. were going to go and things like that. Um, and that only that would only affect certain stages, but yeah. it is a a direct advantage over somebody who was not using that. And yeah. so they were able to to prove that the way that the screen uh, transitioned going yeah. frame by frame mm-hmm. that they were able to prove that this was not original hardware and exactly so uh, he he had been seen as the first million point um, the first million point getter yeah. in uh, in in Donkey Kong yep. and so now that that title has been passed on to his his rival Steve Weeby right and then... I, I believe so yeah and then, um, I mean, he also, the same thing with his uh, Donkey Kong Jr. Uh, records. Like, basically, uh, they're seeing the p- a pattern of, uh, within the pattern, within the transition scenes, what they're noticing is that he's not, he wasn't playing on original hardware. Um, and because of that, um, I think that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think they're revoking all of his uh, scores, but I know that as, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Junior. As far as I know, I only saw that uh, Donkey Kong was okay. Because uh, related to Donkey Kong, yeah. Because the same day he broke broke his record, his record mm-hmm. and the world record for Donkey Kong, and and right after he did that, he had he had his buddy swap out the board and do do the same thing on Donkey Kong Junior and beat the world record for that right afterwards. That 
I hadn't heard about. Yes, he did that. He did that earlier this year, and everyone was nitpicking it and going, "No, there's first of all, that's insane. Second of all, they nitpicked and they saw oh the board that he unplugged and plugged and essentially he was they they literally filmed the guy taking because Billy Mitchell's like I don't know how to do that and you know thank you for doing this for me. So the guy unhooks the board. And he says, all right, I'm swapping this for the Donkey Kong Jr. board. And he starts hooking it up. And people have, have like, paused it and been like, nope, see, that's still the same board that he unplugged, which is not an original board. So yeah. not only are they nitpicking that it wasn't an original board, they're, like, he lied and said, I'm going to play Donkey Kong Jr. now. And he's not plugging in the Donkey Kong Jr. board. Because people know these this hardware so well, you can look at it and say, oh, the solder points aren't right here. And this should be yellow and it's white. I don't remember all the details, but it was bonkers. Um, what, what's crazy to me is that he is a good player. I mean, he's a he is a talented uh, uh, retro gamer, arcade yeah. gamer, who who then said, "I need an edge. I want to be the best and make sure no one can touch me." And that's where the problem lies. A lot of you know, he's a, he's cheating, which is wrong, but. I mean, it's hard for me because I'm like, he, he did cheat, but also I can't say he's he just made everything up. He just right, got a huge, a really good edge on the game. He has, he has, he has skill, and and it's entirely possible that he could have reached a similar score, even an identical score, without cheating. And that's that's one of the things that really bothers me about it is that what was what was he capable of? And and like you said, he's capable of these impressive feats without cheating. Yeah, and, I, and I can't go near the score that he that he hits. I mean, yeah. And same thing with a lot of these other people. I think I think he was wanting to solidify his name in the in the books forever uh, yeah. as the king, and uh, and he didn't want to put in the as much effort on it. He wanted to buy more tacky ties and sell more hot sauce because that's yeah. all this guy does. Um, but speaking of things, but on completely different uh, note, things that I love. Speaking speaking of things that fans do because they're crazy. Yeah, that works. Uh, so a modder was making their own... Actually, it started as a mod for Fallout 3 uh, and then transitioned from there. And it was originally... Um, sorry, it was originally called Project Brazil, um, but it's now Fallout New California, the prequel to Fallout New Vegas, which I still contend to be the best Fallout game Um the the setting the gameplay everything was just great in this game and it added iron sights into fallout which weren't a thing it actually made shooting uh workable within fallout uh but this uh this programmer spent nine years making this game nine years of work to make uh the prequel to to new vegas i have to play it uh it's apparently playable from start to finish now Uh, it's in beta and I need it. Um, yeah. I, I loved I loved New Vegas. Um, New Vegas, the the setting, the to me it was comedic enough. It wasn't. Some people said it lacked the edge that the original Fallout games had. Um, I would say it's it has more of an edge, more a better creativity, better comedy than um, uh, Fallout Four. But that's just my opinion, at least. Um, I absolutely love New Vegas. You guys have heard me talk about it 
way too much, but I'll talk about it more uh, another time. Uh, essentially, I, I just kind of boils down to someone, uh, the, the tools are out there, the know-how is out there. If you want to make your uh, sequel to your favorite game or prequel to your favorite game, you can you can do it if you want to spend nine years of your life on it. Go for it. Um, I love New Vegas, but I don't think I could have spent nine years making this. Yeah. I mean, there, there is a team, uh, quotation marks, I don't know how big the team really is, but uh, Skywind, uh, where they're making Morrowind in the Skyrim engine. I'm tempted to play that, and now Morrowind is, is backwards compatible on my Xbox, but uh, I'm tempted to play that. Then again, Morrowind, uh, if you want to play it on PC, there are mods and uh, additional content that essentially open it up. So Morrowind, the region in Tamriel, um, is larger than the game. The game focuses on in on like an island, and yeah. then there's surrounding areas of the island that are technically part of that province as well. So modders basically went, oh, let's 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 finish out the rest of the area, uh, and and so I think it's two times the amount of content as the original uh, was added. The amount of quests, the amount of space, the amount of it's it's amazing to live in this time where people can put in the effort and flesh out game worlds that devs are too busy working on new stuff to do i think yeah. is a, i think is wonderful in welcome to this week in our collective heads we're talking about the totes for this week, which is bad games, which are still addictively fun to play. So I'll, I'll go ahead and start with one of mine, which is Goat Simulator. That is that is not <laughs> that is not a finished game. That is nope. not complete, but it is still so much fun to play and 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 really entertaining. And so that was that was the one that I well one of the ones that I chose sure. as as a bad game that is addictively fun to play. So give me just one second. Let me look up Alex's response because he okay. had some some thoughts about this i'll i'll uh, i'll throw one in there while you're doing that uh, alpha protocol for xbox 360 um so alpha protocol for xbox 360 uh was a third person shooter uh game where you got to play a uh secret agent if you will and correct me if i'm wrong on that but it's basically like a secret agent kind of thing um and it was third person shooting but you could uh unlock different um skill sets so you could be really good at demolitions you could be um a hacker you could be stealthy you could be really good at heavy weaponry um it was basically like think far cry or those kind of games uh, but it, as a third person um third person rpg it wasn't open world uh, but mm -hmm. you would select specific missions and you could do the mission depending on your skill set and what and how you've loaded out your 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 character it's a true rpg in that sense where you could go in and take on the mission either stealth all-out uh, warfare demolition whatever you want to do um i think it was a really cool concept i played a ton of it and it was buggy as heck it wasn't very good <laughs> but i really i i played it and i was like this is this could be so good and uh and no one else would play it uh, except yeah. for me uh so we had alex says most all simulation games to me are bad but fun farming sims etc but the worst addiction game is probably dr mario 
Um, yeah, I'm 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 not so so much a fan of like the uh, the Doctor Mario as opposed to Tetris. It's yeah, it's it was, an it interesting idea, yeah. but it gets to me it gets old really quick. But I I know that there are some who just keep playing it. I didn't get a, I didn't get addicted to it. Um, one I did get addicted to, which which was which was. I guess you could consider it bad consider uh, in comparison to everything else that that, uh, that came out as okay. two worlds two. I keep talking about this game but the original two worlds was was bad. The second okay. two worlds game was better. There were a lot of great aspects to it. The storyline was better. It wasn't great. The mechanics in regards to your um, spells and and uh, to craft items was really interesting and really unique but the game wasn't very good i i i it holds a special place in my heart because i really would love for them to get funding and do a a, a third installment yeah. where it's better but i feel like that's still going to be where two worlds two should have been so it's kind of yeah. like a molyneux like every iteration every <laughs> new iteration is what the previous iteration was supposed to be yeah. um and it's really sad because the the developer came out when two worlds came out when the first two worlds came out they were talking about it saying this is going to put elder scrolls to shame yeah and it's it's horrendous the, the second game's not as bad but it's still a bad game and yeah. it's really sad because there's so many other good games out there. I put in so many hours on this game and didn't play good games at the time because it was addictive. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the comments, we have Word Words saying Sea of Thieves is a bad game that I love playing. I don't think Sea of Thieves is a bad game. It's it's a bit hollow, but like it is the, hollow. The, yeah. the the thing that the thing that brings brings people in is not necessarily the game itself but the interactions yes. i can i can appreciate that yes uh, games that are game that is straight up bad and this is for me and cassandra if she ever watches this video is um el shaddai ascension of the metatron <laughs> that game is bad it is it is straight up bad and i love it I love the crap out of that game. Um, the 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 combat is is very samey. You have like two moves, and you can you can, you know, flip back and forth and whatever. And and like the the difference between easy, medium, and hard is just how many hits the enemies take. There's no difference in tactics. No difference in anything else in the game except for that. But I love it. Yeah. I love that game, and and I love I love Lucifer as some dude in ratty blue jeans talking to God on a cell phone, like it 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 it, it takes it takes sacrilege to a whole new level. Yeah, and I yeah. appreciated that. And then uh, on the other end of the sacrilege spectrum, um, Exodus for the uh, for the it was Genesis and Nintendo, I believe, um, was a puzzle game that is pretty simple and it's mm -hmm. it's kind of a it's kind of like a it's it's almost like a flash game um it had maybe 15 different kinds of tiles four different kinds of enemies and they just recycled them and recycled them and recycled yeah. them but the puzzles themselves i think are good but i could beat them so they might not have been yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah God, i mean i think that I think there are a lot of games on NES that we could probably throw in here 
Um, uh, what was the the helicopter game? Something Strike. I can't remember that. That game was pretty crappy. But at yeah. the time, like, I think that I think I have to give a pass to a lot of those games because you know you're coming out of you're coming out of the gaming uh, uh, depression, if you will, after the, the yeah. gaming crash. Um, so I, I have to give a pass to a lot of those, uh, but there were some that should have been that should have been better that, that weren't. Uh, I would say, um, and I love I love this game, and I know that it's not I know it's not a great game, but I'm gonna okay. put Parappa the Rappa in here. Um, oh, I love it. Rapper's fun. I think it's fun. Um, I don't. I think that a lot of people. I don't know that it wasn't enough for for some people. I'm sure that there are other people who would consider certain games bad because video games are art. Art is subjective, and there are yeah. some people who are going to say, you know, uh, you know, whatever. You know, someone's going to say like, oh, GTA Two was was a bad addictive game, and I would say no, but GTA One maybe. Um, <laughs> GTA One is 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 a crazy addictive game that yeah. I. I honestly have no objectivity there. I yeah. I don't I don't know. Yeah, and I I know there are some people who will throw games in there like that. I think yeah. we're getting to we're getting to an era now where there are a lot of indie games which you could find, you know, a very addictive, uh, fun game that technically is, uh, you know, objectively bad because we're talking about objectively yeah. bad games here. So not games that you just can't dig like. Um, there was a puzzle game you didn't like recently, and I can't remember what it was uh, on. It was on. Quantum yeah, Quantum Conundrum, right? I thought it was okay. You didn't like it, um, but, but also like, like games. there are games like The Witness, which is uh, objectively a good game, and it's great, yeah. and it's it's very interesting. But if puzzle games aren't your thing, you can't just call it a bad game. We're just right. we're talking about we're talking about bad games. We're talking about broken broken games here. Um, which which to be fair, we have played our share of for the games with gold and the PlayStation Plus roundup. Yeah. Because oh my goodness. Yeah, we could. But we we, we tend not to get addicted to those. No. Um, I'll throw I'll throw out, I'll throw out one more from my childhood, okay. which is Legacy of the Wizard. Um, that game is broken as all heck. Mm -hmm. um, I I've seen a playthrough. It takes about an hour and a half to beat the game. Um, on, on like a speed run or whatever. Mm -hmm. I have no idea how you were supposed to be able to tell because like there's there's a certain section of the game mm -hmm. where you're supposed to go through invisible tiles and there is nothing yeah. to indicate that these tiles are are or not not invisible tiles, but intangible tiles. Yeah. And and you you fall through them and there's nothing to indicate that you should walk to the end of this hallway, fall yeah. through this, fall through the and as it's it's absolutely ridiculous. But I spent so many hours running around with that stupid little pink monster killing everything to try to yeah. save up enough gold to buy the the pieces for the I don't know. I don't even remember what we were trying to do, but I, I'd say the original Zelda falls victim to this a little bit as well because if you play no, the originals, no, the original Zelda does not tell you anything of what to do, and because it, it's an adventure, Patrick, I you didn't let me finish. Finish. It doesn't tell you what to do. You have to figure it out for yourself, but it doesn't punish you and and have you lose the game because you because you explored wrong. There are other games that do that, like King's Quest Three. <laughs> okay, so King's Quest Three, you you are you're Graham and you're you're a um, 
a servant, basically a slave to a yeah. wizard, and you're going around, so you're trying to escape the wizard. But if you do things in the wrong, if you do things the wrong way, or if you're just like, you know what, screw this, I'm leaving. Uh, then he'll pop after a while he'll pop in and he'll punish you and some of the punishments depending on what you're what you have in your pockets yeah. and and other things the game doesn't tell you this is going to happen but depending on what you have in your pockets uh, when he finds you you could be punished by losing the game completely not just Ooh. oh we've set you back a little bit because if yeah. you're if you don't have because um, he's he's forbid you to do ma- from doing magic right. so if you have magic components which could be a dead fly in your pocket that could be used <laughs> as a regent for ma- for magical purposes Ouch. then he then he you could be punished and lose and completely lose the game and not be able to complete it other other punishments if you're just found with like maybe some mutton and a mirror in your pockets then he'll turn you into a snail and yeah, sure. eventually you you come out of it but um like that's that's bad that's just bad um to me that that was a is a great game it was addicting because i kept trying to figure out what to do uh, yep. But to me, I think that that makes it a bad game because you're in a, an unwinnable situation and you don't know when he's coming. I'm sure that someone's gonna, someone in the comments is gonna say, "Oh, there's a timer. It's every ten minutes or whatever it is." Well, I was six at the time, so that that guy scared the crap out of me when he he just poofs into existence and he says, "You've been naughty," and then he punishes you, and by uh, potentially turning you into a snail mm-hmm. or just game over which means i think that means he kills you yeah i can't remember exactly what it was but it's there's no way out of the scenario i can't remember if you turn into a slug or if he kills you or whatever happens but um yeah it's it's a game that i i like watching i like i played a little bit of it but i keep it frustrates me too much other games like full throttle and grim fandango they may have these weird puzzle elements because because king's quest has the weird puzzle elements of like you got to trade um you know you got to trade a, a snail for a glass eye and give the glass you know these kind of weird things that yeah. you had in gaming at the time um monkey island does that and all these tim schafer games do it and they don't punish you uh, for doing it the wrong way, or punish you uh, by uh, and set and set you back way too much because you went to a place too early. Um, yeah. Like if you're wandering in the desert and you come up to a Medusa and the Medusa turns you into stone, and you're over, it's over. So, yeah. Um, to me, I think that was a bad game, in, in my opinion, in regards to the design. And someone in someone in the comments is gonna. I disagree with me, but that's fine. Let me know what your favorite bad game is that you think is objectively bad, but you were addicted to. This is a guilty pleasure thing, so I don't think there are any wrong answers in it. I think that it's a way to to look at what we like and say, hey, I, I like it, but it had all these flaws. And another interesting good. thing is, like, when you look at the NES era or the beginning of 3D in particular, yeah. there were a lot of experiments that were necessary to get us to where we needed to be. Like, um... Crash Bandicoot's running toward the screen. That was crazy at the time, but they managed to make it fun. And you know, yeah. by the time you get to Ratchet and Clank and the and and things like that, they they managed to take these ideas and these yeah. concepts mm-hmm. and expand them into more. Yeah. So, yeah. Let us let us know in the comments what your favorite bad game or most addictive bad game is. Yeah. We will see you next time. Bye.